All right, then this is our first interview with Serena Pompei from Italy. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope Thank you're well. Thank you. <laughs> so how has uh, COVID-19 treating you so far? Are you fa facing a lot of changes in the last couple of weeks or it's the same? So first of all, I mean, for us, of course, because uh, since we work like a lot in contact with, with I mean, with different person, mm -hmm. we really need to take care about if people are safe, Of course, it's for us. It's really difficult sometimes because, of course, like for example, I have some friends that work in makeup, and they told me like for us it's really hard because, of course, we cannot touch the model, we cannot stay close to the model, so it's it's it will be really really hard. But for example, for me, it and it changed first of all because I cannot travel a lot. And I used to work more in Paris, London. So, of course, I mean, for me, it's like everything will start again when I can travel again, basically. So, mm -hmm. but about work, I mean, uh, we're still producing here in Berlin. We have our studio, so we can uh, we can take picture. We can we can actually work, so it's fine. And yes, of course, everything will change about work, especially for mm -hmm. us, because everything will be. Uh, more digital, less analogic. Uh, the fashion week will be like digital too. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it means that we will not go in Paris or London or Milan. So yeah, I mean, of course, everything will change and something already changed. Okay. Uh, we are trying to find new way to work, basically. That I think that it is the most important thing. So never stop going on looking for new really new way new road uh, to mm -hmm. to walk in to arrive a uh, new approach for example okay very nice thank you for sharing that okay so we have some pictures of the indie magazine right now that we're seeing so you also worked for indie and that's a big part of your your job um, we will get back to that maybe later on. One of our first questions from our blog or for our blog uh, for another planet is, if there was a guest from another galaxy, what would you say is the biggest achievement of mankind? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, haha. -ha. <laughs> I mean, it depends on... Haha. Uh, -ha, uh, because if I think about... What we really probably change us in general in in and also the past century, it's the new way to do communication, of course. So mm -hmm. I think for me it was like first of all uh, the discovering of cinema, for example, or like telephone or mm -hmm. like past century, like the discovery of the internet and everything that it's like new technology. I think that it really helped people to go on. And I think that this one is the biggest achievements of mankind. But I don't know why, but in the other side, I would love to tell them like, but pay attention on it. Because for example, I am the kind of person that I'm not so technology. So right. technology is the best things, but take care. <laughs> it, it, it also has a bad side for you. For you. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly okay. i mean of course it's it's good for us because like now i mean we can reach models everywhere we can reach clients everywhere we can just work from berlin to clients that are in new york like or la or like in the in hong kong so it's fine but in the other side i think that we lost a little bit uh, the vibes um, on the analog you know like mm -hmm. but i feel it for example when i look at some editorial online or on like the paper you know in the real magazine but it's it's the same with indie for example when i saw mm -hmm. the picture a lot of time like before the issue go out i mean it's always digital but when you see the issue so you have the books in your hand and you can look inside it's completely different i think for me i mean this is my vibes because i'm right. also kind of nostalgic about analogic but uh, in the other side i know that we cannot go on without right so so you you are a friend of both worlds <laughs> Yeah, and uh, what would you, you say is the biggest influence for you? Which century you would have liked to live in or which artist is a big influence for you? For me, for my life in general, my favorite period, uh, my biggest influence is the 90s. Okay, I understand. Great, okay. And would your path be different if you were a man? You mean uh, for work? For work or yeah. in general yeah for work um i mean in my case no for example i know that for my work as a stylist you can be a woman you can be a man it's the same but i mean i don't think that for me for example there is difference okay great um and what is fun about being a woman as a woman entrepreneur would you say there's also things that that make life easier for you being a woman <laughs> uh, my influence as um so um a, a woman that could be influenced for me you mean yeah All the, of, um, also maybe the philosophy or the path you've taken <laughs> could be both no, because or, philosophy i have my favorite philosopher that it's not a, a woman uh, okay. it's a man But about business and especially about work, I think that all the women that take care about what I do in the last 30 years, and mm -hmm. uh, I had opportunity to work for a huge magazine like Vogue in Italy, mm -hmm. that, for example, was driven by an amazing businesswoman that was uh, Franca Sozzani. Mm -hmm. And she was like, really like something that changed the approach of Vogue in Italy. Okay. And at one point he decided to say, okay, I don't care about what you want to do. I want to show to people what happened and okay. that people need to know through photography and through styling and through creativity, people need to learn something, need mm -hmm. to, to see something to experience something so she at one point she changed completely everything Vogue was like a super commercial i mean magazine with huge commercial model and she said okay i really don't care about it what i want to do is to change everything also the way to see 
for example, she did amazing, amazing work about environment and pollution. And she take it really in, in, in a cruel way, like putting the model in the oil, in the sea, with all the dress. She don't care that the dress you cannot see. She don't care. She want just to tell you, this is happening now. So you need to take care. Wow. And, okay. uh, and she changed our industry. Yeah, I mean, she changed mm-hmm. it a lot at one point. Mm-hmm. For me, it's really inspirational, you know, like she made it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. So, uh, w- what's your name? Uh, name? It's Franca Sozzani. Ah, okay. She nice. was the editor in chief of okay. Vogue Italia for like I think thirty or something like this. She started to work there I think in the sixty or sixty five, mm-hmm. and I mean she died in the two thousand and seventeen. Something mm-hmm. like this. Okay. But she did something amazing, I think. Okay, nice. Okay. And so Indie Magazine, you are also a fashion editor for Indie Magazine, uh, also has a very unique uh, language, I would say. There, there was also a story that you told me about, you know, connecting or confronting the, the usual commercial fashion industry like L. Maybe, uh, maybe you want to share a little bit uh, how you work for Indy or what was what was the philosophy? Ah, yeah. So, yeah. so about Indy, basically, I started to work for them as a fashion editor uh, one year ago. But okay. as I told you, I started to work with them basically when I when I moved in Berlin because I knew the um, the the creative director now. I really like the magazine also before because I write I like the the approach that the magazine has. It's not commercial of course, but if you if you feel the work that there is behind of what you see, it's something really really it's something that has a a, 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 a amazing work uh, behind as a backstage like pass me the term and yes i mean as a fashion editor i take care about everything about the fashion part i have of my intern and i have my fashion director there it's like kind of my boss and um she take care about uh what i do for them it's like for each issue i have at least one story that it's the main story And then we also do a lot of advertorial. That is the magazine that you see. For example, the last issue we did like Rebook, Chanel. Um, okay. We did like Ray-Ban. So we shoot it. And then, yes, basically I take care after we start to talk about the issue. I take care about the team contact photographers and stylists and tell them okay can you send to me something if you want to shoot with us uh, taking care about the creative team or what they want to do and then when everything is finished and everyone sent to us the story we take care about the art direction so it means that we have an art director that do the layout and choose the picture so basically everything that you do we double check before it will uh, it will print and also i mean uh, indie it's a total women uh, uh, office yeah so basically my editor 
everyone and um uh, through indie i uh, i am able to go uh, to the fashion week with my boss i went alone in milan but we went together in paris that it's a big opportunity because i mean uh, we can go to the show and we can meet new people more contact but i think that indie it's a really really nice reality here in berlin especially because everyone told me like i mean we didn't know that it comes from Berlin, the magazine. Mm -hmm. And they say, yes, actually, yes. I mean, uh, for example, I work also, as, as you told, for Elle or for Tatler Russia. So they are more commercial magazine. You will never see something that I can do on Indie on Elle because it's, it's completely different. And with all these kind of institutional magazine, you have a, a budget for the production and you need to take care about the clients because of course clients pay the magazine and the magazine give the money to you to shoot but mm -hmm. you need to put the clients inside okay. so basically with this kind of magazine everything is more limited in one side um if you saw the past issue not the last one the one before so mm -hmm. it it was out in september 2019 i did this accessory shooting with the like curvy neck model mm -hmm. and this is something that we really 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 take care especially because we really take care about uh women and psychology and all this kind of approach, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that also in indie, what is really, really interesting is that our editor, so people that write the article, they are really into this kind of uh, feeling that for me it's something important because it's not just read something that you find in a magazine, but it's something that it's really deep. So I really like to work in a magazine in which I want to read. But yes, I mean, this last issue, we talk about body positivity, like diversity, things that, I mean, of course, with Elle, everything is different, you know. Mm -hmm. They try to, but they are institutional magazines, so they cannot do whatever they want. They are limited. I mean, it's not them fault. They cannot do it. It's mandatory. And sometimes they cannot talk about inclusivity, diversity, and all this kind of stuff, you know? Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, th that's it. So, I mean, I feel really, really, really more free when I shoot for indie, and, and that's yeah. it. Nice. Very encouraging. Thank you so much. Yeah, what is the big topic now? <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> now, the biggest one is the COVID, of course. We are working a lot on FaceTime, like taking pictures of models FaceTime, because also we want to show what will happen probably after this, you know? I mean, of course, we will come back to normality, I hope, soon. But another really, really huge topic is the connection with nature or environment or, like, what we can do to, to change the thing is that some magazine, for example, took it like we are destroying our our planet, uh, we are uh, super bad, blah, blah, blah. And some other yeah, magazine yeah. will say, okay, we are wrong. Okay, but what we can do to take care about it, you know, in mm -hmm. a positive way. 
to to uh, use fabric that is better or to use fabric um, that is cotton and this kind of thing. Yeah. Sustainably upcycling. Yeah. Yeah, upcycling. Nice. But I think yeah. I think also that especially designers about the fabrics, for example, they are trying to look for something else that will help us. It happens, I think, in the last two months, one of the people that work in the in the Vogue uh, Italy, it's called right. uh, she's called Sara Maino. Basically, okay. she's like the peop the the person that take care about the emerging talent, the emerging brands. So she's really involved into it. And she say one, I think, really really interesting things that then also some other designer, big designer like Giorgio Armani, say I agree on it. So basically, they say stop to do the the season in the middle, so free fall and resort. Okay. They say that we need to stop to do all this fashion week because they say fashion week is in no. they say waste of money, time, <laughs> and it really affects our planet because of course if you need to go in New York and then in London and then in Milan and then in Paris, no. you take like ten flights in one month, something like no. this. So. No. It's in one side, it's in pollution, it's environment, it's everything. And also, right. when I saw the show, I really realized that there is a lot of work behind. So there is a lot of people mm -hmm. that need to work, still need to right. work. That, right. Of course, you cannot say them like stay at home. So we need to take care about these people. But they also say, I mean, we are really doing this. Why? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm always super excited when, for example, I went to the Dior show or the Chanel show. It's like magic, you know, because they do amazing right, scenography right. and and everything. But I would love if they can be the designer, especially the big one, can be really up to taking care about environment planet uh, and and everything because i mean if there is no planet there is no nothing <laughs> so yeah. this is the thing very good point yeah <laughs> yeah and no for example i appreciate when uh, for example now george armani say we run 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 we draw i mean as a as a designer we draw clothes in in 20 minutes you know what i mean it's like we need to be fast we need to to run because there is a new season there is a new season a new collection whatever but for us it's the same for styling and he say why we are losing creativity we are we cannot do 10 collection per year how could you do it 10 15 collection per year because when you are armani and you have george armani emporio armani right. exchange so basically, Armani. So basically, you did like fifteen and more collection, and he say, okay, I sell a lot of clothes, but at the end, mm -hmm. <laughs> when I arrive at home, basically, I mean, I am destroyed. Yeah, but that's, that's a very good point. So the rethinking and the break was actually something creative for everyone to to take a step back and and do only really the things that are necessary. I think that's a very good point. 
And um, that would also be my last question for you today. Um, I think that you gave us really a great insight in fashion. And um, what would be your recommendation for a young woman who starts her career now? What would you give her as an advice to say, you know, to do your own thing? In general, my, my, the recommendation that I always say to everyone is to study first. But second, to do a lot, a lot, a lot of work, because I think that the only women, men, everyone, the only mm -hmm. way that you have to learn is to see. So in, in, in our side is to stay on set. Mm -hmm. Also to work with people that tell you, you cannot do it, because I think that this is the best way to do it, to okay. say, I can do it. Great. So trust. Mm -hmm yourself uh, you can make it and yes work and try whatever you can to work to to learn to see also to stay on set with mm -hmm. no money but to see because i think that also for me it's always like a big pleasure to see stylists super top eye level to see them work because all the time you learn something that could be from uh, from uh, preparation to put the pin on the on the dress uh, on a model but you always learn something to everyone so um and especially in this moment what i can tell to women is to not to not stop to work to not stop to to send email to say i'm here i am i want to work i want to do something because i think that we need to restart i mean after this period in general and in general yes i think that if you really want to arrive at one point and to reach your goals i think that the best thing is to work on it okay that that sounds very hands-on that's very very empowering wonderful thank you so much serena it was no, no, a really yeah. nice uh, insight okay. Well, great. I think that this is actually, uh, in the end, it's also a positive message that that uh, this break gives us time to rethink. And that's a great uh, message in the end for us to understand, you know, uh, that it's, it's something good to slow down a little bit more. <laughs> um, well, this was our first time that we uh, did this format. And I thank you both, uh, Richard and Serena. And um, I hope we have it all taped. And yeah, have a wonderful day. And I see you next week again, hopefully. Okay. <laughs> all right. Take care now and okay. have a beautiful day and stay wonderfully, happily free from this wretched. Positive. Right? <laughs> right. Healthy, yes. <laughs> thank okay. you so much. Have all a right. good day. Thank you for having Ciao. us. Bye bye. Bye bye. Take care, Ciao. <laughs>